coming to you live, Packers fans, immediately following the NFL draft. We're here with our instant reaction. At first, I was like, yo. And then I was like, yo, the Packers <laughs> draft two Georgia players. We're here to talk about it in the first round. I'm joined by KJ Eichstead, my co-host. KJ, how are you feeling? What's your reaction? What do you got to say to Packers fans? Packers fans, I'm shook right now. You know, I think a lot of you around the world are shook right now, uh, in shock. It's almost like after the pack got knocked out unexpectedly against the 49ers, the feeling was in shock. When Roger Goodell got up on that stage and called out Quay Walker's name, I was shocked. I was shocked just like the rest of you. I didn't know what to say. I immediately began looking through my notes. I immediately began going deeper and deeper. And guess what? I understand What's going on here? Goot is building the number one defense in the league. He's drafting the most athletic guys possible. He's adding to his strengths. It's like whether you're in a business, whether you're like a like a sports player, whether you're anything in life, they always say play to your strengths. And the Packers right now are playing to their strengths. They have, you know, a great defensive player in Kenny Clark. They have a great linebacker in Devondre Campbell. They have a great secondary. They have great pass rushers. Honestly, and all this makes up an insane defense. And the like, one of the top defenses in the league just got even better. They added two championship winners. That's a thing that will be overlooked. The Packers are super close to a Super Bowl, as many of you know. And those guys that they just added tonight, Devontae Wyatt and Quay Walker, they're going to have immediate chemistry together. They're going to have basically the championship mindset to not just get to get far than not get it done they're going to bring that extra oomph that the packers team so desperately craves think about this packers fans these guys are both playing with eric stokes you know this georgia defense was number one they beat alabama it's not they easy smashed to do. michigan they smashed michigan you know and it's like I mean, I was shook at first. I was in shock. But the more time passes, I get more and more excited. And I just want to remind Packers fans, Alex, before I bounce it back to you, that there are talented wide receivers still available. Christian Watson, the electric wide receiver out of North Dakota State, is available. George Pickens, the what many people view as the wide receiver one body out there from a D1 school is still available. Sky Moore, one of the most underrated players in the class, a lot of uh, ana analysts and scouts say, is still available. Jalen Tolbert, a big play threat, and Alex Pierce, the Alec Pierce, the guy in Cincinnati who's six three and ran like I think he ran something the four fours. He had a really fast time for a really good college football playoff team. All of these guys are still available. You know, the pack, I think they can outscore teams. With the way this defense is looking, Alex, just what are your immediately thought, immediate thoughts? You know, I know there's, well, there's first, a lot to process here. Yeah. First, I also want to remind Packers fans that we're giving away an Aaron Rodgers jersey and a mystery item, $250 combined value. So Packers fans, 
enter that contest. We'd be happy to give it away to you. We're announcing the winner May 9th. So get your contest entry in. Details are on Ike Packers. Send us a DM for details. But my immediate reaction, Cage, to the Packers selecting Quay Walker at 22 and then Devontae Wyatt at 28. Omaha! Omaha. It's like I'm having flashbacks to Peyton Manning on the Broncos because I think that's what Goot's building here, Packers fans. I think Mm. he knows he's got a veteran quarterback who is capable of putting up offensive numbers. That game against San Francisco, fluke. Aaron Rodgers can score. And you know what Goot wants to do? He wants to load this defense and just get it to the point where it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. He's going for that late veteran Super Bowl, and you have to have a good defense to do it. He's playing out of the Peyton Manning, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playbook. Of course, offensive weapons are still a priority, but when I saw Quay Walker, I got to be honest, I thought it was like a reach, you know, like an initial reach. Mm-hmm. But then the more you look at the tape, right, the guy flies on the football field. He's super six athlete. Foot four, super four athlete. I, I started coming around. I started realizing, hey, this guy. You know, Cage, I was going trying on dress shirts, Packers fans. And you know when you're trying on dress shirts, it's uncomfortable. But eventually you hit one and you're like, that just fits. And that's what I would say about Quay Walker. He just fits this defense. Devontae Wyatt then, the 28th overall pick, the defensive tackle out of Georgia. It's like, why not grab a guy who's NFL ready, who can step up and fill that third spot on the line next to Jerron Reed and Kenny Clark. We talked about it in our mock drafts. If he's there yep. at 28, you're pulling the trigger. And that's what I think Goot did. That was my immediate reaction. And once I saw both Georgia guys and the Packers defense, I was just so hyped. Because Packers fans, let me just read this off to you. This is the D-line. You got Devontae Wyatt, the new defensive tackle from Georgia. Beast, first-round pick. A lot of you people got... compare him to Kenny Clark, actually. And then you got the Kenny Clark who's, you know, the leader in the trenches for the Packers. Jerron Reed, big guy, coming in ready to do work in Green Bay, had a pretty underrated, you know, career, pretty so low-cost, high-production player. Rashawn Gary, poised for his, you know, breakout season. You could argue he already had it last season. Hot take. Devondre Campbell, all-pro middle linebacker. Quay Walker, you know, the new linebacker that's super athletic, 6'4", flies on the football field, left, can right. Cover. He's he going to be in the middle there. You got Preston Smith, the edge brother, the Preston Smith brother, you know, the Smith bro that's still here and still an athletic freak. And then let's get to the secondary cage where you got Jair Alexander, lockdown Jair, Jamoney, Island. Eric Stokes, Bulldog, the dog that did so well last year, probably influencing these picks today. Razul Radio Douglas, the guy who can just take it, pick six, and just Mm-mm-mm. run it up on the radio. And then in the back end, you got Adrian Amos and Darnell Savage, the two safeties that are a great tandem. KJ, when I read off that defense, what are you thinking? You know, Packers fans, I'm thinking Seattle Seahawks, L-O-B, Legion of Boom. I'm thinking Baltimore Ravens, Ray Lewis, Haloti Nagata, Edward Reed in the secondary. Man, I'm thinking just powerhouse smash football. And here's a flaming hot take. I got two of them for you. First off, Rashawn Gary, I would say coin flip. You know, 50-50 chance, right? The sacred coin flip. 
there's a shot that this guy leads the league in sacks this year with this kind of defense around him. I know that may sound crazy. I know that may sound like unlikely, but don't worry about that. Can't Rashawn make a double Gary team. You can't double going team this to defense. Feast. I can foresee it. But here's my other hot take, Packers fans and NFL fans listening to this podcast, which we're very thankful for, tuning in from all around the world, all these countries. We see the flags. Who was the number one pick this year? It was Trayvon Walker from Georgia, a freak athlete who really, you know, is all projection, didn't have much college production. And who did the Packers snag with their first pick at 22? They drafted Quay Walker, you know, a super athlete, very, very, very similar. He may not have had quite the measurables of a Trayvon Walker, but is it so far-fetched, Packers fans, to look back on this 10 years from now and say who's going to have the better career? It just might be Quay Walker. Call me crazy. It would not surprise me. You're going to have to let us know what you think. Wow, Alex, any thoughts on what I just said? Strength in numbers. The Packers defense has the numbers. And Cage, that just plays to these guys' athleticism. Trevon Walker, you made a great point. He's going to Jacksonville, where he will face double teams, where he will Mm. be a point of emphasis, where he's got nobody really with him. The Packers, I mean, this defense, it's fully loaded. It's like when you walk into the hotel room and... It blows your expectations because that baby is fully loaded. (laughs) When you open up the fridge and you're just stopped, you know, that's the Packers defense right now. And I am super hyped. I think the secondary cage is going to benefit from this. We haven't even really talked about that because the pressure up front going to be generated by that front seven is going to be insane. That's why they brought back Razul. He's going to be picking them off. Joe Barry is just on cloud nine right now. And Packers fans, you know, if any of you have watched any of those teams I just suggested, such as the the Seahawks, maybe the the Baltimore Ravens, maybe some of those Pittsburgh Steelers teams, even those Denver Bronco teams when Peyton Manning was throwing those wounded ducks and uh, the Broncos happened to win a Super Bowl, it's like when you have a defense that's top three, every single play is fun to watch. Like 12 is going to make us glued to the screen on offense And this loaded squad of talent that's not just productive, but they're, like, athletic, so they're going to be fun to watch. They're going to make us glue the screen on defense. So I think that's immediately, you know, what I I envision kind of going forward. It's going to be a fun season of Packers football. And the universal truce I threw out on Nike Packers is, one, the Packers are going to get some draft grades from so-called pundits, so-called analysts, and they're probably going to say, oh, the Packers get an F because they didn't get a receiver. Oh, the Packers get a D because they reach for these players. Draft grades literally mean nothing. It's impossible to tell. There's so many variables. There's scheme fit. You know, there's production on the field. There's a lot. It's a, it's there's a lot hype. Man. There's <laughs> hype. Exactly. You know, there's testing. There's all sorts of stuff. And you just got to trust the GM who's put a decent squad out on the field, and he's happened to hit on a lot of his picks. I will say, with the exception of Jamar Chase, with the exception of Justin Jefferson and some of these elite, elite guys, a lot of these first-round receivers don't end up working out. And if you look at what happened earlier tonight, Packers fans, there's a few trades in the first round. Uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown 
was traded from the Ravens to the Cardinals for a first-round pick. If you pull up his stats, it's not exactly like knocking your socks off uh, numbers. You know, Kyler Murray's like, I demand him. <laughs> I demand him if I'm coming back. Cardinals put, are like, <laughs> I'll, I'll put my, uh, I'll put, I'll put my Cardinal stuff back on on Instagram if you, if you give me Hollywood Brown. It's like <laughs> Hollywood Brown literally had 584 yards his first year. He had 769 his second year, and he had 1,008 yards his third year, barely getting over 1,000. He has not gotten double-digit TDs since. He was a first-round receiver who's overrated. He's only 5'9". They gave up a first-rounder for him. I'm glad we didn't do that. But if you look at A.J. Brown, who went to the Eagles, you know, for quite a bit of package, he was actually drafted Packers fans. Where was he drafted? 51st overall in the second round. So he's one of these guys who's a second round receiver, just like Devontae Adams, just like a lot of these talented guys in years past. There is hope, Packers fans. We have a feeling Goot is going to use that third round pick. He's going to use some of his capital, whether it's a fourth round pick. He's going to trade up and get one of those guys we suggested. The Packers are going to make a move. I have faith in it. And I just want to say it's been super fun hanging out, watching this draft with you guys and you girls, because I've seen on Packers Twitter, Alex, you're going to have to let me know what you think. It's been so fun because, you know, Packers fans were absolutely raging at Goot, like, absolutely raging like the anger's out you know we didn't get jameson williams we didn't get chris olave we didn't get drake london we kind of all knew that it was going to be a long shot to get those guys i think it was fun to dream but if you look at the realistic sense of things it's like we probably weren't going to get those guys without you know trading all our draft capital which is very you know if we're going to do that we might as well go get a guy like debo and apparently the the 49ers uh De, uh, declined the 10th overall pick and a pick swap from the New York Jets. So it's like they really want a King's Ransom. They're really they're not really looking to trade him. You know, Mark, uh, you, you know, uh, uh, A.J. Brown, first and a third, pretty hefty package. You know, I, I want to see how this shakes out. He's He basically got $25 million a year. So keep in mind, you're going to have to pay these guys. And instead, we have a young, cost-controllable defense. Uh, Packers fans have been coming around. I've seen Packers fans coming around. Alex, what else did you see? I see a lot of teams reaching for receivers. In my eyes, you know, that's like the sign between an elite GM and a GM that gets caught up in the hype of, hey, what can make my team better? Oh, I think we need one more receiver to get us over the top. Even though that never works in the NFL. You put it out, Cage. There's two universal truths out there. Draft grades mean nothing, and defense wins championships. That's true. I, I look at this pick at 16. You know, Jahan Dotson, that was when I was like, I mean, that's why the commanders suck. You know, like, frankly. <laughs> commander's and- going to command it. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, no offense, but, like. Dan Snyder's going to Dan Snyder. It's like if you're. T- Taking, you know, a top-tier receiver, and I understand some of the moves. Like, the Saints must have clearly knew that uh, the Lions were going to take a receiver, probably wanted Olave because the Lions were willing to take whoever, which one was available. Um, You know, I feel good for them. You know, I feel good for the Lions getting Jamison Williams. But when I saw it was receiver galore, Traylon Burks going 18 to Tennessee, you're almost happy because... That, like, the Packers didn't try and, like, reach for a guy at 22 or reach for a guy at 28. And, you know, I'm walking away with these two Georgia picks. 
like, hey, they nailed two first-round talents, you know, like mm-hmm. two elite guy athletes from the best defense out there, Cage. And and so that's kind of my reaction. The receivers are flying off the board. I think that's the sexy move. The the, the real practical and smart move for winning a championship is stacking your defense. That, so, that so plays. Absolutely. And I think uh... – I think Pakistan's going to be very happy with how this plays out in the coming weeks, the coming months. Uh, we asked Packers fans, how would you grade the Packers' first round? You know, ju- just for fun, right? Like, it's way too soon to tell. But overall, over 2,200 people voted. 51% of people graded the Packers' first round a B. 34% graded it an A. Uh, 11.7% graded it a C, and only 3.1% of Packers fans who voted, or maybe NFL fans in general, uh, graded it other, which I assume means D or F. So just know that, Packers fans, basically okay. 97% said A, B, or C. Uh, if you want, we could read off through these six I got responses, a question but, for but go for I it. I got yeah, a question yeah. for you. Before we read off some of those responses, I want to know who... What, like what was a like a pick that shocked you, and like what was a pick that you liked in this first round outside of the Packers? You know, man, a pick that I really like, uh, player I like is uh, Sauce Gardner. I really am a big fan of Sauce Gardner. Uh, pick that shocked me. Hmm, I'd have to say the J- Jahan Dotson pick. Um, I really like Traylon Burks to the Titans at 18, but I'm at peace with it with how the, the Packers' first round sh- shook out. Um, let's see. Let's see. You know, honestly, man. Thoughts on Kenny Pickett to the Pittsburgh Steelers being the first quarterback? Uh, you know, Pittsburgh to Pittsburgh, right? Like, it's it's not the most shocking pick. It's like, okay, they're they're using their first round pick. They're rebuilding right away. You know, Pittsburgh doesn't mess around. They're a very well-run franchise for the most part. I think even Trayvon Walker at number one kind of shocked me. You know, like, like I honestly think it's not far-fetched to see Quay Walker have a better career. In Pakistan, I even wrote this on Twitter. Flash it all the way back to 2009. Some of you may remember watching Keith Rivers, Ray Mauluga, and Clay Matthews Jr. on the same USC defense. I'm Brian talking Cushing way back. Maybe too. Or, or, or Brian Cushing. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know yeah, it might have been Brian Keith Cushing. Keith Richards, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think Keith Rivers. Um, you know, I think you're, you might be right. It might have been Brian Cushing. Um, but either way, you know, we're talking back when USC was like powerhouse of all powerhouse. You know, like they were like consistently like a top squad, like great quarterbacks every year. I mean, they were like an NFL team. They were like the new school, or they were Talent like Alabama everywhere. is now. They were like an Ohio State. They were like a Georgia is now. Just a loaded squad. And both of these guys, like all three of these linebackers, like lit up college football, right? Like Ray Malaluga was first team All-American. Uh, Keith Rivers or, or um, Brian Cushing, whichever one it was, like, you know, forgive me if I, I found that they have the exact one, but but they, you know, he went ninth overall. And then you had Clay Matthews, who's kind of like this walk-on, one-year starter. He had a good year. You know, he had a good year. He played a lot of special teams. Then his senior year, he kind of burst on the scene. And the Packers did something they never did at the time. Uh, Basically, Ted Thompson traded up. You know, he drafted B.J. Raji because the Packers were retooling from a 4-3 to a 3-4. They hired Don Capers, who at the time was, was fresh with his defensive mindset. And they drafted a pass rusher out of USC, Clay Matthews, who happened to go on and lead the Packers franchise in all time with sacks. 
And basically, Packers fans, that's very similar to this Georgia linebacking core. You know, Nicole Dean, you got other talented players all around surrounding these guys. And Quay Walker's kind of the guy that you don't really hear about. You know, like, he's a guy who I don't think a lot of us were expecting to be drafted. But the parallels are so right in front of us. Keep an open mind. Just keep an open mind. Alex, same question to you. Then I, then I think maybe we can talk about, uh, you know, some of these uh, best players available for, for round two. Because the pack aren't done yet. We have picks in round two and round three. Yeah. Player, I mean... What kind of shocked me, of course, you know, I, I kind of agree with you. I think Trevon Walker, we may, who knows if we'll still be hearing about this guy with all the Jacksonville Jaguars franchises run. But I think a pick that shocked me was uh, the CBs, you know, the uh, Derek Stingley three, you know, Sauce Gardner four. I don't really think there's a big a track try. record for, for DBs working out like that. And on the opposite side, a DB pick I liked was the Baltimore Ravens getting Kyle Hamilton. That's a great fit. Unfortunately, you know, he's going to be a problem because that those defenses are always good in Baltimore, and I thought that was a pretty good pick. The way the receivers worked out, it just it just happened, and, and I still am okay with it because, hey, you don't get a top-tier receiver. You get the two def- defensive players, and now, Cage, like you said, they can look at the second round thinking, hey, I might take the best offensive weapon available with both of those picks, you know, whether that's Trey McBride, the tight end, mm. or whether it's Jalen Tolbert, whether it's Christian Watson, if he's still I available. Want Watson. Or, Cage, they might be planning a, an early day to trade. If you have one player on your eyes, is it Christian Watson? Because, I mean, he would be a dream. Christian Watson is the guy I want. Uh, Sky Moore is the guy... You know, I think he's just going to be a good pro. You know, he's very, very, very fundamentally sound. Packers fans, he actually led the nation in broken tackles, so you like to hear that. He's a great route runner. James Jones loves this guy, former Packers James Jones. Uh, led the NFL in touchdowns one year when he came back and reunited with Rodgers, so we know what Rodgers is capable of. Uh, George Pickens is kind of the guy that I think everyone's looking at because he does have so much talent, but he's got apparently red flags all over him. You don't really want to take a guy that's going to bust. Obviously, eventually it gets to an inflection point where the talent is too good to pass up. Like, let's say George Pickens slips. You know, you might have to pull the trigger because if he can turn into the next Devontae Adams, then Goot looks like a genius. Jalen Tolbert, I have a good feeling about. We've tweeted a few times about Kelvin Austin the third. put out the infamous clip on Ike Packers. This guy's maybe the most explosive athlete in the draft, uh, most shifty wide receiver in the draft. A lot of people commented that they tore their ACL just watching his tape. That's Kelvin Austin. Um, you know, Trey McBride, uh, you know, keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on him. Um, you know, some of these other guys available, like, you know, Nicobe Dean's available. The thing that's interesting to me is only one quarterback went in the first round. So I predict four are going to go in the second. Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter, Matt Corral, and Sam Howell. And I think there's going to be a lot of trade-up opportunities from teams trying to go up and get their guy. You know, Packers are absolutely stacked at running back, so we don't really need a running back. And uh, I want to shout out to... Um, you know, basically, uh, Cheese for Life, Dave Ostrich, commented on Ike Packers, basically saying, run the ball, don't turn it over, and have suffocating defense. That, to me, sounds like a championship mindset. If you think about these championship teams, they have smash-mouth running games, they have great, great, great strong defenses, and they win the turnover battle. 
nine times out of ten, Rodgers is going to win the turnover battle. You look at a lot of these offensive linemen still on the board. Very talented guys. Bernard Raymond, the kid from Austria, who a lot of Packers fans aren't really too fond of, but he's a great player. Um, you know, Abraham Lucas, talented guy from Washington State. He's got so much experience. He's a plug-and-play guy. You know, there's there's uh, defensive pass rushers. The Packers are very high on Arnold Ebiketti from uh, Penn State. He's a, Logan Hall's a very talented player as well. Um, oh, you know, Boy Mafe, he's available. Boy Mafe is available. Um, you Travis know, Jones. Leo Chanel is still available. It's like, look, what if the Packers continue loading up on defense and just adding insult to injury? Packers fans would probably be like still in shock, but it's like that'd be pretty fun, you know, just to just to keep adding. Uh, Nick Bonito, the guy from Alabama, excuse me, Oklahoma, you know, the pass rusher who like had the best like hurry uh, stats of any prospect in the entire nation. All this guy does is get hurries. He's a, a lot like Alden Smith. He's still available. I know a lot of Packers fans are interested in picking up safeties to kind of reset that position just because, you know, uh, Adrian Amos is, is turning 30. Um, you know, how long will he be a Packer? I'm not terribly worried about that, but it always is great to have insurance. Uh, Jaquan Brisker, the safety from Penn State, he's pretty talented as well. You know, one of these guys who can really move all over. He actually had 100-plus snaps at slot corner. Packers want guys who can play in the slot as well. So it's even if we draft this guy at safety, we can move him all around the field. Packers fans, there is a lot of room to go and get our guy here. But really bringing it back to the receiver, I really want Christian Watson. I think he's a number one receiver. The tape is just speaking for itself. Alex, what about you? Who are you seeing left on the board? Who do you want? Who do you think need, we need to go get? Obviously, Goot's going to let the best player come to him, but I think there is a little bit of an urgency to get a receiver at this point. Yep, I'm seeing you know Malik Willis, Matt Corral, you know Desmond Ritter. They're all available. Quarterbacks you mentioned it, Cage. I think teams in the were like, hey, I'm not willing to spend a first round pick on these guys, but it could be you know like a race to get them in the second you might see play teams trading up to get their quarterback in the second round they might just let them fall and i think that's how the packers are going to play it you know i see a lot of talent even david ojabu and like some of these guys who the second round is loaded we were talking about that pre mock there's a lot of guys here that may fall to the packers they have the opportunity to move up if they want a player of their choice as well. I think it's a power position to be in. Keep in mind, they've got two second-round picks, one-third, and two-fourths. So they can do a lot with those picks. I think Christian Watson would fit so well in Green Bay. I really do. In the green and yellow, he's already in the green and yellow. But another player I think that would has a good chance cage is sky more mm-hmm. i just have it a just, feeling i just have a feeling with that one too very similar to greg jennings very you know possession receiver a guy who could maybe come in and just make a lot of catches do you, do you feel like i want to ask you a question though that th- that this two, drafting two defensive players gave Goot more leverage when it comes to Jair Jair Alexander's extension, when it came to some of these safeties. Hey, if they choose to let him walk next year, the defense only will have maybe one or two holes, which you can then patch very easily in free agency or the draft. Do you think that's why Goot decided to go with the first, you know, defensive players there as well? Do you think he was considering that? You know, I think he was honestly just taking the best player available. But, like... 
defense wins championships. You know, we, we kind of laid out all the receivers, the impact receivers drafted the last couple drafts in the first round and then the second round. You know, the first and second round, like the first one has like two outliers in terms of Jamar Chase and also uh, Justin Jefferson. But really, it's like you take those two guys out, it's very equal. equal um, it's very equivalent, the first round talents and the second round talents. It's like you just got to find a guy in a great situation. It's a lot about the quarterback. But basically, I want to read it's off about a 12. Quote. It's about 12. <laughs> and speaking of 12, Rogers, Aaron Rodgers was on, uh, you know, the Pat McAfee show. And he basically says, you, know, you got to have trust in the organization. You know, I'm sure Packers Nation will be wondering why we didn't take a receiver trade up. But you have to have faith in the organization. Whoever we bring in tomorrow and the rest of this draft, I'm going to put in time to work with those guys. So it's like 12 Love has it. given it his blessing. I think he's kind of excited too. So, uh, Alex, any final be. thoughts before we wrap up here? My, my final thoughts, and maybe we could read some of the Packer, Packers fans' reactions about how they're feeling about the picks right after this. But my final thoughts is you look at the offense. You see 12. You feel pretty good. <laughs> he's back, right? Two-time MVP. You look at the defense. You see 12 stacks players, freak athletes, major schools, you know, productive pros, all pros, and you feel amazing. And you look at the special teams. Feel a lot better there. You feel a lot better there with a the new coordinator. And and I think you got to be pretty happy, Packers fans. You know, like, it's like this team is poised. You know, let them talk about the receiver need the Packers have plenty of time to go get a guy in day two. They have plenty of tra- capital to make a trade. They could trade a future pick for all we know. And I think it's going to be exciting tomorrow. Be there. Make sure to go enter that Aaron Rodgers jersey. And Cage, let's let's get to the fan reactions before you tell us your final thoughts. Um, Packers fans, we asked how you're feeling about the picks. And we're just going to read some of these off. At David Van 65 says, dominant defense works for me. Day two has a lot of options at wide receivers. Kyle Shee says, Quay will be a stud. Wyatt will be fine, but he's 24 going on 25. He's a cheaper upgrade than Lowry. Hopefully, he's peaking immediately. Okay. At GBFan661, thank you for writing in. He says, like the first pick, no receivers left with 22 pick value. Second pick, um, lukewarm, but you can never have enough athletic big men. The way it's playing out, I wonder if Jordan Love is going to be in play for a wide receiver. Interesting. You know, I don't think so. I think Jordan Love's sticking around. I, I kind of had a feeling like, you know, it was it was like obviously Jordan Love is not untouchable, but you know, Jordan they're not they're not ready defense. to Yeah, they're not ready to get this guy uh, write this guy off as a failure just yet. You know, he hasn't really even got a chance and like imagine Jordan Love throwing with this defense and behind him like any quarterback would want that defense, you know? So it's like, uh, honestly, Dylan Mathiot, defense wins championships. You know, mm-hmm. Alec Giblin says, love it, defense is a wall now. No tight ends have been taken yet, so you got options in the wide receiver class. is pretty solid, and he's very right about that. It's a deep, deep wide receiver class. We can find guys all up and down this wide receiver class. You think about guys like a Terry McLaurin uh, from uh, Washington, you know, I'm pretty sure he was like a third-round pick. So it's like, don't. Don't uh, give up the faith, Packers fan. Al, why don't you read two more, and then, and then we'll close up here. Sean Zimmerman says, Packers Twitter, Twitter is burning, and I'm in the middle laughing my ass off. Love both picks. We still got plenty of rounds to find receivers. Trust the process. 
trusting Goot. Kyra says, NFL Kyra, thanks for writing in, says the Packers will have the best defense in the NFL. Use the second for a wide receiver and offensive tackle, then spend the rest on the draft on special team studs. I think, you know, Packers have a lot of picks to do that. Jerry says, I quit. I can't do this anymore. He'll be, ba- <laughs> he'll be back. <laughs> you know, he'll be the, back. Lo- yeah. the lounge hog at Jesse David Fox 91 says, made the right picks. People are overreacting about needing a wide receiver right now. Darth Fader says, top five defense, got Kenny and Campbell, big time help. They're happy as well, KJ. What are your final thoughts and your reaction to the Packers' first two picks today? You know, Packers fans, bringing it back to the beginning of the show, I was in shock, but you know what? I trust in Goot. You know, Goot's nailed his first-round picks ever since he became a GM. I think he's going to nail these ones. And even if he only nails one of them, nailing on any first-round picks is an amazing feat. Uh, The defense gets stronger. You know, think about it. We brought back everybody. The only guy we lost is Zadarius Smith. But really... Didn't even have him really last year. We didn't really have him. You know, we didn't really have him. And everyone on this young defense is going to keep getting better. We didn't really have, like, a 38-year-old Julius Peppers. You know, we didn't really have, like, a... 34 year old clay matthews like we, we were joking we loved the guys studs. but we didn't have blake martinez and aj hawk out there exactly we have young studs that every year they're gonna keep working to get better and better you know kenny clark a lot of these guys Rashawn gary said he doesn't ever want to feel that feeling again you know he's gonna put some some stuff in his locker as motivation he's grinding behind the scenes he's about to do some crazy sack work this coming year Make sure you go and enter that jersey contest on Ike Packers. We're going to be giving away an Aaron Rodgers jersey and a mystery item that mystery is item. super fresh and in demand. You're going to, to want death. this. And Packers fans, if you're looking, if you like this podcast, check out Ike Bucks podcast as well because the Bucks are about to go on an insane playoff run. It's all great over here. We have so much love for everyone listening, all you guys and girls in this community. It's a great place, and we encourage you to keep talking with other Packers fans, keep connecting, keep spreading love. Alex, take us home. Yep, Packers fans, we want to thank you all for tuning in. Over 100 countries strong, seeing all the flags, all the people staying up wee hours, waking up early, staying up really late. Whatever you did to watch this draft and be with us, we appreciate you. We appreciate you if you're listening tomorrow, whenever you're listening, because this is a great community. You see it all the time. Go Pack, go forever. KJ, thank you for joining the podcast. And until next time, we out. Super Bowler bust. Awesome. Nice. So oh, I'm.